Yes, yes, people, it is episode 82 of Griff's Brain Dump, and it's me, Griff, obviously. That's the rear parking sensors. Why? Because I'm driving. I'm driving. Well, I'm not driving yet. I'm actually trying to pull out. Um, and wait a minute, that's got to be annoying for you guys, right? Me doing that. If I put it in drive, it'll, uh, it'll stop. Stop bitching. Quit to your bitching, car. Uh, wait, I'm going to have to concentrate while I pull out and try not to crash the car into anything. Because uh, you don't want to be crashing into parked cars. That's an embarrassing way to crash. You, know? That's, you don't want to crash like that. You're going to crash with dignity, high speed, into oncoming vehicles. That's the way you crash your car. You, <laughs> don't embarrass yourself crashing your car into to stationary vehicles but yes it's episode 82 of Griff's Brain Dump and it's me Griff obviously uh, I am just pulling away from Hammersmith Hospital um, which is not in Hammersmith might be in the London borough of Hammersmith though and um, just had some temporary traffic lights why was that Hammersmith Hospital Dan was it was it the gonorrhea flaring up mate no no it wasn't got that got that scene to hey no there's no um, std basically i my left arm is fudged it is a mess uh what happened was a week ago about a week ago i slept badly on my arm and you know it's one of those things woke up middle of the night had a cramp in my bicep thought yeah nothing of it let me just reposition myself I woke up next morning and my left arm was just zombified, absolutely zombified. I could not move it properly for shit. I was reaching for the dials at the radio station and just crashing my hand into things. I was like, oh, okay, this is weird. But this will wear off in the week. It's not a big deal. Nothing to talk about, nothing to see here. Don't worry about it. I'm alright. I'm alright. It's okay. And then it's been like a week and my arm is still shaked. Absolutely shaked. Um, so, like, um, I'm a modern man. I don't pretend that I'm okay. I'm a full millennial. I cried. I was like, I've got shoulder cancer. I don't think that's even a thing. But it's been played up. My left bicep literally does not work no exaggeration my left bicep doesn't work at all i can't lift anything with it can't lift a shopping bag no min like minimal weight i can lift with my left arm left bicep doesn't flex at all and so, so the rest of the muscles have been going into overdrive trying to overcompensate for my left bicep doing fuck all it's not not putting in the work now it's your shift bicep. Now, got on holiday, mate. Forearm, shoulder, you take this. Now bicep, this is fully your job. Nah, not here, mate. Not here for it. You lot have not been pulling your weight. I've been carrying you lot for ages. I don't go on another day. So um, yeah, it's not been good. It's not been good. Um, but yeah, but I went. So I went to a hospital, and they said they suspect it is a trapped nerve trapped nerve a little bit of muscle damage and all they can suggest for me is to just do shoulder exercises and take some ibuprofen and 
if it persists then go to uh, go back to my GP and get a recommendation um, get a referral from my GP to the physio you know it's one of those ones catch 22 when you come back from a doctor's because part of you wants to be okay you want them to say yeah it's fine it'll be alright but then that doesn't give you any closure the other part of you wants that closure you want them to say oh shit we need to get you to the operating theatre now now we need to fix this now what's happening your arm's about to fall off you've got a rare case of like you know Mongolian shoulder syndrome what's that it means your shoulder's about to blow up first it's gonna creep inside to your heart tear your heart into pieces and then explode through your lung it's like oh my god What's, what can we do? We need to operate now. So, like, alright, well, at least I know there's a problem and you're fixing it. That's alright. I can deal with that. But when it's just like, yeah, you know, just take some ibuprofen, mate. Take some ibuprofen and just swing your arm about a bit and you should, you should be fine, hopefully. So that's what I've got to deal with. But, uh, what's been going on this week? What's been going on this week? I've been, uh, am I driving the right way? Yeah. Jesus Christ, this road is complicated, man. It's an ugly shaped road. But, right, I had to concentrate there a bit. Do we end up driving some crash barriers? But they're not crash barriers, are they? It's not, it's, it's not a computer game. <sighs> anyway, so yeah, just come out from Bath. Bath was amazeballs. I went with the lady. Oh shit, I've got mo- motorcyclists doing wheelies in front of me. Nah, what pricks. Just don't fall off in front of me. I don't want any of your heads all in my wheel arch. Anyway, um, just come out from Bath. Uh, Bath was sick. If, you ever, if you've never been to Bath before, go there. They have three hot springs. That's only the, three, the only three hot springs in, in the UK, apparently. Now, it's one of those facts that, because I'm in Bath, I'm going to believe you. And I'm not anywhere else to test it, so um, I believe you, Bath. But it was good, went to the Roman Baths, saw the Great Bath, went to the Thermae Baths. That's like the modern Roman Baths. A little bit of trivia. Back in the Roman days, the Roman Baths had all the same things that we had in the Thermae Baths. It's, it's weird, isn't it? 2,000 years later, and we still like the same things. As my girlfriend so eloquently summarised, well, you know... What feels nice then feels nice now, doesn't it? <laughs> it was such a simple explanation. A, you, what, you can't argue with that. Sometimes just simplicity is key. What feels nice, then, what felt nice then, feels nice now. And um, yeah, it was just a nice weekend. And like my girlfriend said when she was on the podcast, she's a teacher, so she's sometimes fully in teacher mode. <laughs> but this time I backed her. There was this other couple, right? Wait, she can't stand things. She can't stand people breaking rules, even though she breaks rules herself. But you know, she's a teacher. She's got control over people breaking the rules. But um, there's this other couple where it's in the lift in the in the spa. They started whispering in what the girls are whispering in the fellas here, and you know, etiquette says that's kind of rude. Granted, whatever you say might be private. I just went to you outside the lift. It just feels a bit rude. You're just whispering in someone's ear. It's like kind of immature as well. Like she did the whole ear cupping thing to whisper in his ear. Like a flipping cartoon character. Right? 
So that's the first one. That's strike one. I've clocked it. Girlfriend's clocked it. She's done the whole... Do you think that's rude? And I was like, yeah. I mean, yeah. No, I don't really think it's that rude. But I can see why someone would think it's rude. I wouldn't let it bother me. That was strike one. Strike two. Here it came. We was, uh, we was queuing up for something else in the spa. Some uh, planetarium relaxation room bullshit. Yeah, I don't, it was dead. Didn't want to go in there. But we was queuing up for it. I wasn't really concentrating. I, had my, I was facing my girlfriend. I turned around. This same couple pushed in in front of us. Naomi's like, how do you let this happen? I was like, I was facing you. Just, were they there in the queue before? I don't think they were. But I can't. I'm um, in the moment, guy. I can react to something there and then. If he pushed in front of me and I saw it, he'll got a little tap on the shoulder and say, hey, mate, queue. There's a queue. Don't try it. All right? I see what you did there. I see what you did. Don't try it. All right? There's a queue. But I wasn't switched on. So I, it's, it's the moment's passed. I'm not, I can't get into it. That's just me. But that is strike two. And now I feel mugged off. Yeah, you can whisper in the lift and that's rude. Fine, but now this is a direct affront. You pushing in front of me. Strike three. And everyone knows that's the magic number. Three strikes and you're out. Even if you don't like baseball, you know that's the rules. Okay? And this is what happens. We are in the sauna. We, me and the girl goes in the sauna. We go in the sauna, that's fine. And then... This, uh, the couple coming after us, they come in the sauna. What do they do? They think it's totally fine to just leave the sauna door open. Now, I know these are <laughs> first world problems, but there's rules, there's etiquette. If you come into somewhere, the door's shut, you enter the room and you shut the door behind you. That's if the room is the same temperature as outside. And when the room's the different temperature from outside, then you definitely know you should be doing that shit. Left the door open. So I gave the whole very British, very passive aggressive. Oh, don't worry, mate. I'll close the door. Gave you that one. Strong that. That, that didn't really do anything, though. Says, but girlfriend, teacher mode. She goes... Uh, excuse me, you just left the door open. They're like, what, what, what? She goes, no, you don't close the door. Oi, you left the door open. They didn't respond. Man, this is a sauna. Can't even see each other. Girl comes there, my girlfriend. The girl's from the couple. And the other goes, you have a disgusting attitude. I was like, oh. Oh, that, that was what I was doing in my head. I, I, was, I was just stood there behind, covering my face, trying not to laugh. Because I agreed with my girlfriend, but I didn't want to undermine her by finding the funny in the situation. So the girl's like, excuse me? Naomi's like, you, you have a disgusting attitude. I'm not sure if you're aware, but your behaviour makes you seem like you have a disgusting attitude. Right, firstly, you was whispering in the lift, that's rude. And she was like, ah, and then her boyfriend jumps in and goes, no, we was having a private conversation. And she goes, yeah, I know it was a private conversation because she was whispering. <laughs> I was like, ha! Get him! 
that, but it's rude to be whispering in the lift. You can wait until you're outside the lift to have your conversation. The girl's like, yeah, but it's just a protocol. She goes, anyway, I ain't finished. <laughs> Not finished. Secondly, you pushed in front of us in the queue. We're going to that room over there. And then thirdly, you come in here and you leave the door open. You're just generally oblivious to others around you. And I just want to let you know because I don't want you going around with your disgusted attitude. And the girls are up. Oh, what? Well, I guess we'll leave the sauna now because our night's been, our day has been ruined. The nose like, okay, didn't mean to ruin your day. I just wanted to let you know that your attitude stinks. <laughs> so they left the sauna, and I was like, ah oh, shit. I didn't get any. I didn't get any lights in this in this scene. This scene's amazing. I didn't get any lights in. So as they left, here's here I came with the line. I went, ah yeah. And make sure you shut the door this time. Booyah! Woo! In your face! Take that! There you go. Double team. She really took the lead. I, I wasn't even quarterback. I wasn't even wide receiver there. I, I was I was the kind of guy who, you know, wasn't even in the build-up play. Any sport, I wasn't in the build-up to that. So that was just a solo effort from Naomi. I just ran into the corner, just celebrated with her. Uh, yeah, just did this little celebration with her in the corner. Uh, I was in stitches. I thought that was hilarious. But she'll um spill icing on the cake. <laughs> Real icing on the cake. It was, it was a great, great weekend. That um that was very well organised. I thought I organised it. I thought it was I was really boasting. I was boasting to her about how I organised the trip. So yeah, it's it's a really good idea. It's amazing how I managed to fluke us staying in a hotel that was right near the spa and she looked at me like are you, are you serious I go what she goes I told you to book the spa I was like what you didn't tell me to book this specific spa she goes yes I did and I was like ah shit and I go what about the baths and, and the walk the can the you know the the candlelit walk around the Roman bath she goes yes I asked you to do that as well and I was like ah shit did I arrange any of this? She's like, no. I was like, what have I been boasting about? Great. And I didn't arrange any of it. I paid, paid for, for it. She, actually, she got the hotel. I paid for all the other trips and stuff and treatments. Oh, talk about treatments. I'm just skipping in and out of things. So I'm just remembering them. We did this uh, treatment called Watsu. Watsu. Like katsu, chicken katsu, but it's W. Watsu. It's a mix between hydrotherapy and shiatsu. So I was getting massaged while floating in water. And I tell you what, it was a strange. It felt nice though. It felt like I was back in the womb. Now I don't remember what being in the womb was like. Um, I think if I did, I'd be pretty traumatized. But, um, oh, it was serene. Right, this guy is flying. Cheers, mate. You fucking can't. You can't. Lucky I saw him. What a can. Yeah, you better slow down and flash your, your hazards, you prick. Anyway, no road rage from me. Um, Because I had my Watsu treatment. <laughs> All that relaxation went. 
it went that's that waxy treatment was before we got into that the row with the other couple couple goals argued together against other couples but um yeah so we was we got this uh, hydrotherapy slash shiatsu massage so you're floating in the water and yeah they're just like manipulating your limbs and pulling you here and there uh, i'm not sure how good that was for my shoulder and my dead bicep but you know we'll see <laughs> but uh yeah there's one bit right Excuse me, get out of my ass, mate. I'm turning left. Do not clip me. All right. She's right up the ass. Um. Yeah, it's one bit. I was getting pulled by my toes, like in the, each individual toe. They don't let you pop your knuckles, so you might pull your fingers. Imagine doing that with your toes. Now imagine someone else doing that with your toes while you're floating in water. Mad. And each time. She did that. Yeah, it was a lady that massaged me. Shout out, Mandy. Um, so she did that. Like, something pop in my neck. I'm not sure if it was all connected or it's just me just kind of imagining it had an effect. But, it, oh, it was great. It was great. I'd highly recommend it. And, um, yeah, it just felt strange just to be swooshed around by a lady that could be no more than like a third of my body weight just flinging me around in water it was it's peculiar peculiar but it was different it was absolutely different should I park where should I park oh, I'll park under the tree let the yeah let the weather change get fucking yeah let's park under this tree Alright, there you go, we are in the parking space. Alright, engine off. Yeah, so yeah, I highly recommend Watsu treatment if you uh, get that get that in your calendar, get that in your life. And I recommend bath, go to bath, lovely weekend, loads of Hindus there as well. It's funny, when I asked my mates, they're trying to suggest places to go. And it's funny, you realise how men assess how good the place is. Because they're like, oh, you should try this place out. What? Why is that? It's a bar. Yeah? What's in there? Loads of fit birds. So, yeah, you know where I'm going, who I'm going with, right? Like, shit. Yeah, sorry. Um, whew. Don't know, mate. Ah, have you tried this bar? Yeah, you should. All right, I've got a mate. Get your tickets into it. All right, what's in that bar? Loads of fit. Ah, oh, yeah, sorry. I don't know where good to go. <laughs> it's just it's what you do, as guys. You just... That's how you assess it's almost good. Either loads of screens to watch sport or loads of birds. Birds. But, um, what else did I mean to talk about on this podcast? Such well-organised podcast. Um, what are we, 19 minutes in? Let's set, let the lady know that I'm back from the hospital and um, I'm not broken. Let's see. Home now, babe. Alright, good night. Kiss, kiss, kiss. There you go. There you go. Yeah, there it is. Standard. Right, um, what else do I make notes about this week that I want to talk about? Um, oh dear. 
Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? The old oh, Westminster stuff and shoes. Oh yeah, shoes. Not just another random story. Another random story. Yeah. Um. So anniversary's coming up soon. I'm a bought her a present. Well, I've got I've got a present. It's secret. Can't even hint about it because she she doesn't listen to the podcast, but she started listening to it since she's been been on it herself. So, whereas before I've been fully confident in actually being able to say exactly what the present was, can't do it now. So, I realise I've got the phone in my hand. I'm just swinging it around. That must sound horrible. Sorry, I'll put it down. Um, but, another present. I thought, right, what should I do? I was so slick, walking around the shops. She said, oh, I really want these shoes, but they're too expensive. I was like, huh, huh. I see what this is. Did the standard, let me pretend to be disinterested. Sat in the man crash, didn't I? Yep, sat on a little stall in the middle of the shoe shop. Who sat there? Me, another older man and two sons. All just sat there, bored out of faces, playing on a phone. But I clocked. I clocked the shoe, clocked what it looked like. It had a unique buckle on the front. Completely forgot what shop we were in, though. <laughs> then walking past the shop, clocked it. I was like, boom, office. That's the shop it is. Cool. I saw that out tonight. Got went online, found a shoe, purchased it. Boom, Darren, well done. She doesn't even think you clocked what shoe it was. Well done, Griff. Sorted. Next morning now we're in the hotel room in bed. I'm looking for boots for myself because I want some boots for the winter. She sees me looking at boots. She gets inspired. She goes, "Oh, do you know what? I should just get those shoes." I was like, "Ah, shit." See, in my head, I'm like, hold fire, Darren. Poker face. Hold tight. Hold tight. They say, oh, do what? Let me look for a discount code or something. She won't find one. She won't find a discount code. They say, oh, it's 25% off on Converse. I was like, cool, these aren't Converse, so it won't apply to this shoe. And then guess what? She's like, oh, my God, 25% off the shoe. Yes, she is so excited to buy this shoe. And then I say, I bought it. I go, no, I've bought the shoes. I was like, ah, shit. She's like, what? So I bought the shoes. She's like, no, you haven't. I was like, I have. I bought the shoes. I got nervous when you said you were going to buy them with a discount. So, oh, so you got, do you want to return them so you can buy them with a discount? I was like, no, just, just shut up about the shoes. You've ruined your surprise again. So she can't find out about that the bigger surprise for the anniversary but she knows about one of the presents because she's just a woman she's too involved just can't just let stuff just lie just let it rest you saw your shoes and you said you can't get them then just leave it don't get them because you see me getting shoes for myself you want some for yourself typical bloody typical anyway what else has been happening this week other than me uh oh the westminster tour terrorism like i'll tell you what the flipping it's like the exams the entry requirement for terrorism has dropped so low man i remember the good old days yeah when you had the ira and they were bombing they made bombs they put them in your bids they bombed the train station places got fucked up buildings were shaking glass broke that was proper terrorism 90s terrorism it is peak 9-11. Granted, planes, hijacking. What? Whether it's real or not, who cares? Conspiracy or not, who cares? It was a spectacle. It was a show. Planes, hijacked, flown into 
Twin Towers, flown to the Pentagon, people died. All right? All right, fly it back a few years back. We got the, the bombs, the 77 bus bombings, and the tubes, London again. Bombing, gonna make, gonna hurt people. All right, Westminster, guy driving across the bridge, killed a few people, four people. Again, lower key, not as impressive. I don't want people dying, all right, but that is terrorism. He had an ideology. All right. This guy, this guy, he hurt three cyclists, didn't kill any. Anyone driving in central London knows that if you just turn left without looking, you could kill three cyclists. That is not terrorism. Any ideology? No. Did he say anything? No. What is it? He's from Sudan. His name sounds a bit Muslimy. You know, he's got too many K's and H's in his name. It's like, oh, 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 we're not sure if it's terrorism. Why? His name's a bit Muslimy. Has he said anything that seems extremist, fundamentalist or Islamist? No. Well, no, he ain't. But, you know, his name's a bit Muslimy. So, all right, let's speak to his, let's speak to his close allies. No, we don't believe he's radicalised. Um, he's been going through some shit with his dad. Mm, yeah, I mean, that could be a reason, but... His name's a bit Muslimy, so ooh, can't really eliminate terrorism yet, because you know it's just nuts. Tell you what, as a PR thing, if you are going to ask my mates to vouch for me, and I was Muslim, I ain't going to be asking for Abdul Muhammad. There was too many of those guys vouching for him. Not saying that he shouldn't, because they are innocent. I'm saying from a PR perspective, you've got to get your Barrys, your Johns and your Daves outside the pub, smoking a fag, drinking a beer, you know, eating a sausage roll. Go, what? Or him? Nah, not him, mate. He ain't no terrorist. Nah, he's a top bloke. Top bloke. Yeah, kids go to school together, don't they? Kids go to school together. Nah, he's top bloke. He ain't no terrorist. Nah. Well, I'll tell you what, I don't like them. I don't like them. They're all coming over here, but they're not all bad. And he's one of the good ones. Nah, not him. Those are the type of guys you need doing your PR. Doing the little talking heads, the, the Vox Pop things in the street. Outside the pub. Yeah, he's a good bloke. Even if you don't know him, just slip a few of them a tenner. Just, just eliminate any risk of... Yeah, any risk of any, any lazy news uh, watcher thinking this could be terrorism. But it's just, I don't know, I think it's just irresponsible to label things terrorism. Then, what's the name of the lady, uh, the Asian lady who's on... Good Morning Britain, when it first got reported, uh, I want to say is Ran Ranveer, Ran Ranveer's the name, I should have done some research, but when it was being reported live, she's like, okay, they're going, yeah, it might be a terrorist attack, she's like, yeah, wait, well, let's not jump to conclusions, and does it, is there actually any sense of fear in the air, and the guy's like, oh, no, and she goes, did you actually see it, the guy's like, no, I just heard the bang, then I ran over. She said, okay, well, then we don't really know what happened then. And then what? People complained on the news, going, people complained. Going, nah, she's trivialising it. She's trivialising it with terrorism. It's like, wait, you weren't even there either. You were there dropping, like, your yolk from your egg sandwich on your chest in your kitchen, and you're trying to say what was happening in Westminster. Behave, mate. So now it's developed, and they've realised they haven't found any links to any terrorist organisations, nothing, no.
He's just a refugee from Darfur, escaped to Sudanese war. And he's just here in the UK, just trying to make a life for himself. And he's just apparently he's been going through some shit. Ah, all right, that's what happened. Why, why can we reach that conclusion? Because his name was a bit Muslimy. Now, I'm not going to say it's because he's black. Some people, yeah, now some now some black people try to jump on the bandwagon here, right? Try to co-opt this into a black struggle. It's not. Definitely isn't. This is fully full Islamophobia, right? Because they don't mention his race. They always go, oh, he didn't get afford this because he's the wrong colour. No, no, no. He is the wrong colour, but it's not because he's black. Not because he's black. Because when it's terrorism, black isn't mentioned. Islam outranks black. I've said this on stage. I'm saying it here on the pod. Islam outranks black. It happened with the guy, the first Westminster, the actual, no, the Westminster attack that happened a few years ago. They talk about him, not sure if it's terrorism, not sure if it isn't. And they didn't refer to his race once. Didn't refer to his race once. They kept on saying Muslim, 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 pumping that agenda. When it's terrorism, that's the agenda they're pumping. They're not going to talk about being black. It's just, it's just facts. That is how news is reported. It's just Muslim, 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 Muslim. Terror, might be terrorism. When did we mention they're black when it's a knife crime? Then it's black. Urban. Gangs. They've done such a number on that. They don't even have to mention black now. They can just say gangs. Gang. Gang violence. London. People go black. They don't even have to mention the race. It's, they've, they've linked it so well now. They just they say gang violent. Gang violence. We like black. But, oh, actually, that's nothing happened. The, the stabbings that happened in, um, in South London. Four kids. And that was the thing that got that caught my attention as well. They reported that as kids. Four kids got stabbed. They didn't mention they actually didn't mention gang in that. I think that the the uh the damage that was done to kids was so bad that they thought, right, we can't really push that agenda. It was actually it was too horrifying to what had happened to those kids. I'm not sure what's happened to um one of them's apparently disemboweled, which is just Flipping wild, man. Um, so if I ever had any uh, consideration or, you know, thoughts that I was going to, you know, quit mentoring, um, which I have to redo in October, fuck that. I can't. Cannot quit mentoring. Um, yeah, there's so much flipping work to do, man. This the streets are wild. But right, how long has this podcast been going for? I wasn't meant to talk for this time. This always happens when I go away for the weekend. Always just get stuff to talk about. Right, thirty minutes in, we got to do a bit of dear 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 Dre. Um, shout out to fifty two weeks later. He's saying that uh, Griff Wisdom should become a part of the podcast. I'm gonna leave it out of the podcast. You know, Griff Wisdom. Um, you know, the one, the one for the day today though was too many cooks spoil the broth. Then don't order the broth. Then that is my wisdom. But let's see what our dear Dardry has to say. Cause, um, this late Sunday night is 10 55 at the moment. Ooh, right. Let's just go. Top one. Let's go. Let's go. Dear Deirdre, I keep going back to the same bloke who says he can't love, even though I'm married. Waste, girl. 
Dear Deirdre, I've been having really comforting sex. What? How describe sex like that? Really comforting sex. I thought a hug is comforting. What's going on? I've done. It feels like this is so stressful at work. Don't don't cry, mate. Just unzips fly. What? What are you doing? Don't worry, mate. Don't worry, don't worry. I'm just trying, just, I'm just trying to comfort you, mate. Just, just pull your trousers down. What? What? This is just a bit of comforting sex. That's all. Just a little bit of comforting sex. Just, just, just calm down. No, I'm not even gay, mate. Just come on. Just, it's comforting. It'll make you feel better. You'll be, you'll be done soon. Trust me. You go through a hard time at work. Anyway, I don't know why I went gay with it. Cause it's, it's a man and a woman here. Say, so, hey, psychoanalyze me. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> I've been having really comforting sex with my ex Ooh, because my husband and I are going through a rough patch that's always a good way to get your marriage back on track I dream about my ex every night how? I can't remember any of my dreams I dream about one person every night my ex every night and he's told me that he's not capable of love I'm so hurt because I've loved the man since I was 15 I'll get the fuck over it my husband and I have now been married for 10 years. I am 40, he is 43, and we have two boys. I had a number of relationships before my marriage, but always ended up back for my ex. Sometimes I get back in touch with him when a relationship ends. Sometimes it is when things are not going smoothly. So you know that why you do this. He's a crutch. Um, he is the same age as me. Oh, God, yeah, because the age gap between you and your husband is just unworkable. He's your 40, he's 43. Uh, it's like we just like different things. We just like different things. He's always talking about the weird shit that happened, right? And it's like two years before I was born. Anyway, uh, he's the same age as me. He is the first person I confide in, and we always end up in bed. He must be just loving this, just like... Just, you, know, you know the girl I used to bang when I was 15? Still banger now. I'm 40, still banger. 25 years, just casual sex. That is must be a record. I start feeling better right away. I suppose he's like a drug to me. He makes me feel wonderful and he puts the world right for me. Just to feel him touch me is wonderful. My husband hardly talks to me. Because you got another man cocking your vagina. Huh. <sighs> Um, he likes to be out with his mates. He talks. He takes the boys to play football at the weekend, but that is all. He and I never go out together, as he says he's not interested in what I find interesting. Yeah, like having sex with your ex. Why do you never want to do things together? Because you're banging your ex. Why are you shouting? I, I just don't understand why you get so angry. I just want to do things together. You didn't want to go potpourri shopping. You didn't want to go to pottery classes. And now I want to do some exercise. Yeah. Have sex with my ex. And you don't want to get involved in that either. I just don't know what what we're doing as a relationship anymore. All right. I don't know where we are. Anyway, um, he and I never go out together. And he says he's not interested in what I find interesting. Our sex life has been nil for ages now. At first, I did not miss it, but then I started to long to feel loved, and the dreams about my ex were getting stronger. So I contacted him, and he willingly agreed to meet me. Of course, we had sex. I told him I love him, but he told me he has never loved me. <laughs> Bad man. 
bad, bad man. But no, 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 no. Shit. He has never loved me or anyone else. And he is not capable of love. I was devastated as it has destroyed the last crumb of hope for me that one day we might be together. I can imagine him saying that as he's zipping up the trousers. She's like, I think I still love you. He's like, yeah? Like, I don't love anyone, babe. What? But what about what we just did now? He's there, like, wiping his dick on your curtains. Lad, um, you know what this was. It's, it's the same. And uh, I like what I've got going on here. I've got a nice flat. That I'm going to just, you know, go back to right now. And uh, I'm going to just leave you here. Clean yourself up. Uh, I've got things to do. Alright? <laughs> Even so, I cannot stay away from him. But he can't see any way I'll ever... I can't see any way I'll get over him. He means so much to me. So you got your husband who doesn't do anything for you. And you got this guy who blows your back doors off. But um, he doesn't love you. So you, lady... Uh, you're in a you're between a rock and a hard place. I think you should just leave them both. Leave them both and you know just go on some go to Bath, chill out. Bath's lovely. All right, one last one, one last one. Oh no, jeez, that's way too deep. Uh, nope. Uh. Yes, this was brilliant. Right, last one. Should I hook up with woman who could become my son's mother-in-law? No, 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 no. I am falling for the mum of my son's girlfriend. Bad man. But na, 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 na. <laughs> Would it be wrong for me to get into a relationship with a lady who may one day become his mother-in-law? Right, let's think about this before I even read the details. So, you think about it, mate, if you two get married, let's just talk about marriage. You two got married, that means your kids become step-siblings. You'd have the same grandparents on both sides. Yeah, you have the same amount of grandparents, their kids have the same amount of grandparents. That'd be flipping mad. I don't think it's actually illegal. Can step-siblings bang? What if they get married before they become step-siblings? I'm pretty sure step-siblings can bang. It's a weird one, because do what? It's just instinctively you say, uh, it's weird because they're step-brother and sister, but they weren't step... They didn't meet a step-brother and sister. They met his boyfriend and girlfriend, and you, you, you randy old goat, you... You probably saw the daughter is like, oh, I want the original. I'm a filthy man, but I'm not a filthy old man. I'm not lecherous. I want the older model. Let's meet. All right, Dad, Dad, this is my girlfriend's mum. He's like, oh, yeah. Fucking hell. I want some of that. So anyway, um, so I, my emotions aside, I think. You can crack on if you tell your kids that you're cracking on. My son's 23 and he's seen a girl's 22. I can see they might stay together long term. I'm divorced and so is the girl's mother. All four of us met up. All four of us meet up sometimes for a meal or 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 to go out at weekends. She's a fine-looking woman and we enjoy one another's company. 
Do you think I should go for it? Oh, you desperate old man. I thought there was actually shit happening. I thought, you know, one time, one day, we, we meant to meet the kids, but they were running late. And we were sat there, and we shared a bottle of wine, and one thing led to another, and my penis ended up inside her. And, um, you know, but that didn't happen. Mate, this is just you and your fantasies living through your son. Our wank and leave it. That's it. That's what I'm saying. I thought something had happened. There's actual real chemistry there. You get on each other's company because your kids are getting with each other. Don't don't be that guy. Don't ruin it for everyone. Don't try to bag your son's girlfriend's mum. She's like, what are you doing, Ted? You're like, oh, no, I'm sorry. Sorry, Sandra. I thought there was something here. And she's like, no. You stupid old man. He's like, oh, shit. Yeah, you don't want that. And then you're not invited to the meals anymore. That guy ain't gone for a meal for a long time. And you realise the three of them have been going for meals. Ah, don't be that guy. I said that was going to be the last one, but I just saw this last one. Here it comes. I agreed to watch Girlfriend have a threesome with two men. Guess what? But it was unbearable. I bet it was, mate, you fucking idiot. I agreed to watch my girlfriend have sex with other men, but it has ruined our relationship. Probably... We were talking about making love one night. We were talking about making love one night. And she described a sexual fantasy. She said, if I agreed to do hers, she would let me do mine as well. She said she had always wanted to have sex with two other men while her partner watched. I was gobsmacked. I bet you was, mate. Uh, do you know what? You must really love your girlfriend. To be like, do you know what? To see you have your your back door smashed in, it'd be painful. To see your back door smashed in, and to see your face filled with penis. <laughs> I mean, don't like think about it. But if that is what will make you happy, I love you, and I just want your happiness. She's like, oh, thanks, babe. See, at moments like this, you just got to look. If you've got a girlfriend, you've got to look at yourself. Be like, Jesus Christ, I'm lucky. My girlfriend just wanted shoes. <laughs> just shoes. I got her shoes. Oh, my God. Two guys. I want to free some. All right, cool. That, uh, uh, cool, what, with another girl? No. Oh, two guys. All right, fine. Okay, free some. All right, me and another guy. No, 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 no. What? No, not not you. So what am I doing? You're watching. What? What? I I have to watch. Yes, that's what turns me on. You watching? Um. What in like? What? Uh, I didn't want to rock the boat, so I stupidly said, yes, you have low self-esteem. You have a dysfunctional relationship with your mother and your father and your grandparents and your best friends and everyone. Um, I'm 29, she's 28. We've been together for three years. We have always had a good sex life and I thought it was satisfying enough for both of us. We did agree rules, though, such as using condoms. Fair enough. 
no kissing or cuddling these men afterwards. That's that's fine. Yeah. You know, he goes, I want it to be clear. It was purely a sexual thing with no feelings involved. Mate, you are a different kind of dude. Wear condoms. The two guys, just like one's just in the butthole, one's in the front. She is just sweating. He's just like, that's that's fine, that's fine. Just don't, just don't, don't, don't hug him. Don't, just don't hug him, all right. Don't, don't kiss. Don't kiss. Uh, no, don't worry, mate. I ain't gonna kiss her. Whips the condom off. Bang in the mouth. She sounds like she is speaking a different kind of Arabic. Jeez. Jeez. That's all right, though. That's all right. You're not cuddling. <laughs> He's like, oh, I'm going to finish. All over her face. Man porridge. On her face. On her hair. In her mouth. In her eye. Cross her chest, she is glazed like a Krispy Kreme donut. And you're there going, yeah, but no emotions are involved. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Bombaclat. Oh, Rasclat. Oh, dear mate. No feelings involved. She set it up, and rather than have strangers, she brought two male friends. Ow! Oh my God! Mate, you've been mugged. I don't know what's happened here. Oh, this is horrible. Two male friends. They're just mates. I've, listen, Gary and Tony are like girls. They're just mates. I've been friends with them since like uni. We're just friends. Oh, look, don't don't be insecure about it, babe. Right, we're just babe. We've never had anything sexual. Nothing sexual's ever happened between us. Like, oh my god. Like, how do you two mates? So when you're all chilling at a party. Oh dear. They are just high fiving each other, just giving you a look across the bar, just like thumbs up. It's like, what, mate? Oh my god! I can't even. Even if I was one of the guys, I'm gonna be friends with the girl and that couple again. The way I would disrespect that guy all the time, every opportunity, no respect for him at all. That you let me in your house to smash your missus with one of my mates. Like, nah. Most people in relationship don't like their partner having friends of the opposite sex, okay? A lot of people in relationship may even suspect something's happened between those friends. Not a lot of people in relationship have watched two of the mates plough into your girlfriend. Oh my goodness. This is crazy. One night only. Two of your friends. Inside. In the mouth. In the back door. Oh no. Scary. Tony. Turntables. Your girlfriend's spinning. Anyway, so. <laughs> she said, I would rather have strangers she brought in two male friends. While I was watching, they broke all the rules. <laughs> she had promised. This is a madness. 
She kissed and folded them both and they refused to use condoms. Uh, this ain't real. No, no, no. This is not real. I don't even care. You've gone too far, Deirdre. You've gone too far. Listen, I've got to do that. You know what I mean, boy? I've got to do that Caribbean, northern accent for this one. Yeah, rude boy. Listen, listen. No, listen, man. This is crazy, you know. No, seriously, no real things, yeah. This one is a madness. No, 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 no. This is the highest level of bomber clattery. No, man. Nah, 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 nah. This is mad. After five minutes, I couldn't stand that anymore. Whoa! They got straight, they got straight into the rule breaking five minutes in. Can you imagine that? So long said, no kissing? What? <laughs> the straight edge. Bow, 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 bow. Boom, 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 boom. It's just a, oh my God. Refu I love that. Refuse to use condoms. So that's one guy's just about to pull it in. So, oh, no, Gary, you said condoms. I refuse. Yeah, just don't worry about it, babe. It's just, it ruins the atmosphere. Yeah, it ruins the atmosphere. Just chill out, mate. Ugh. Do you know what? This has been four minutes and 59 seconds. I've had enough. <laughs> Where do you go? I say you've got five minutes had enough. Did he leave the house? Did he just go into the living room? Just sat downstairs, just heard his bare bed creaks just because you know they didn't stop when he got upset they went oh no we've taken it too far it would just be just like if you leave the house and she doesn't even call you like you come back to the house the next morning she's just in the kitchen just like acting like nothing's happened just eating cereal reading the newspaper flicking through instagram oh hey babe I don't know. Or like she calls you after three hours. Hey, where did you go? <laughs> or better yet, she calls you after three hours and goes, well, you ruined my fantasy. You was meant to actually watch and you only lasted for five minutes. Do you know what, Neil? You are probably the most selfish guy I have ever dated, okay? I had one fantasy, one, and you couldn't even stay to the end. Do you know what? I don't think we can work. <laughs> oh, mate, let's carry on reading. After five minutes, I couldn't stand anymore, and I went out of the room. I heard her say she was going to talk to me. I left the flat until the next day. My girlfriend was furious! Yes! <laughs> Yes! I knew it! I knew she'd be furious! She's got no sympathy. Mate, she don't rate you. She's not even... I don't, wow. Wow. This is whole new levels. To think I was not going to read this one. She said I'd ruined the night! Yes! <laughs> I knew it! She said I'd ruined the night, but did admit that the men treated her like a piece of meat. Of course they did. Listen. Alright. Platonic friends exist. They do exist. Men and women can be friends. 
But a lot of men, even if you are the most platonic, because this isn't about disrespecting the friendship. This is just raw animal instinct. That if your girl mate says, come over, you can smash. If your good mates, a good mate would say, what? What are you talking about? Are you all right? Is this a joke? Before they got in the car and went to the house. But if your girl mate says, look, here's the thing. My boyfriend, he's agreed for us to have a threesome. All right, why are you telling us? Because you're both involved. But wait, there's two of us and one of you. So how's that threesome? He's watching. You what? <laughs> I don't even know how they got involved. No, that is crazy. This is treated like a piece of meat. It makes me feel sick every time I think about it. And I've been sleeping on the sofa since. No, 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 no. How have you lost bed privileges? How is she not the one on the sofa? I am confused. How are you even in the same flat? I, this is, mate, I don't know what happened to you when you was younger, but your self-esteem. How are you going to tell the guys? Well, what, um, hey, Neil. Yeah, what happened to you? What happened you and, um, you and Beth? What happened there? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, just things didn't work out, you know. We just uh, wanted different things. All right. That's weird, because uh, we heard that. Her mates, Gary and Tony, treated her like a piece of meat. Rotisserie. Rotisserie. Roasting. Huh, huh, rotating. Uh, uh. Sorry. Um, <laughs> she has now told me she stopped ta- She stopped taking the pill at... She, what? She has now told me she stopped taking the pill at the time as a chance of getting pregnant by one of them made it more exciting. How does more stuff... Keep coming out in this story. I want to go to bed. <laughs> no, mate. I don't know what's happening here. She now wants fucking pregnancy roulette. She wants to fully be on Jeremy Kyle Mori. He's like, okay, so we have Neil here. Uh, Neil, what's wrong? Uh, yeah, so, girlfriend, Beth, been with her for three years. She's pregnant. Um... So, well, she had baby, but I don't think the baby's mine. And why, why do you think that? Because you suspect her of cheating on you. Not just one friend, but two. Well, no, it's not that I suspect. I, mean, I, I saw it happen. Oh, the crowd like, oh, my God. What, you caught her cheating twice? No. I watched her have sex with two men. The crowd like, what? <laughs> hey? That's how my mum answers the phone when she can't hear you. Aye! That is the noise. Aye! So she has now told me she stopped taking the pill at the time as the chance of getting pregnant by one of them made it more exciting. I don't know if she was lying or not. I can't talk to my family about it. But I've talked to one trusted female friend. And she would have banged you, that one female friend. That even she's now going, nah, you... You are 6 million percent friend zone because I need a man who is going to be with a woman who's going to let, who's going to like bang two guys in front of you. That, that isn't even beta male. That's not gamma. That's omega male. You are the last letter of the alphabet, bro. Shit. Do you know what? You're not even that. You're one of the letters that those Greek dudes thought, we don't even need this. 
What's what's that? You what's that? You chiseling into the wall, Plato? Don't worry about it. Don't worry, we ain't gonna use this letter. Dash it on the floor. That is the letter of mail you are right now. <sighs> she said I should leave my girlfriend and call her a tramp. My girlfriend said that this friend is trying to split us up because she wants to be with me. Herself. I said, you know what? Fuck off. That's it. It's done. She says if I leave her, I'll never get anyone as good as her. I hope you do not get anyone like her ever again. Do you know what? You might be a really nice guy. Not every guy has a lot of confidence. I'm going to try and be nice to you. Please leave. you got to leave that situation. Oh. Oh, wow. That is... That was amazing. Oh. Oh, my God. I'll say, look, mate, you've got... Oh, just like just get yourself checked out. That's all I've got to say. Because I don't think that's the first threesome she's had. Not at all. Um, all right, so that's, that is the end of the podcast. Um, that was amazing. Uh, I think next week I should have guests on the podcast. I don't say who they are in case they can't make it. But, well, guys, I'll give you an update on how my arm is. Just when I thought my life was uh, not great because my arm aches. You know, jeez, that is just different. Different league. Absolutely different league. Um, I don't know what I'm going to call this podcast, but this episode, but wow. Just flipping wow. And um, yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's it. Episode 82. Chris Braidup. I'm out.